award-winning Tennessee Wildcast is on the air with the latest on hunting, fishing, boating, wildlife watching, and all things outdoors. Make welcome your host, drummer and outdoor expert novice, Jason Harmon. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this edition of Tennessee Wildcast. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We've got a great show for you today. We are on location at Cleveland State. Thanks to them for having us, letting us use their theater here to uh, shoot our show. But uh, it's all about creek fishing today, and we've got a, a guest with us, John Dalton. He's uh, at Creek Fishing Adventures on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, so go check it out. We're going to talk creek fishing today. We have uh, Mr. Dylan Maynard with us as well. He's an officer here in uh, Bradley County, and it's going to be fun to uh, chat with him. And Miss Mimi Barnes is helping me co-host. Always happy to be here. Uh, Mimi, I appreciate you jumping in and, and getting this show lined up. Uh, you made contact with, with, uh, with John and... and kind of set this up and got it going and I appreciate that. Uh, John, won't you introduce yourself and then we'll, yeah. we'll move down the line here. Yeah, uh, obviously my name's John. Um, so I guess uh, it kind of started creek fishing when I was about five or six. We moved to this little place in uh, Kentucky, Southern Kentucky, and there was a creek behind it. And um, nobody in my family really fished. So I, I come from a big family. And um, so I'd go back there to the creek. Of course, my mom would kick us out of the house and make us go outside <laughs> and find something to do. So I'd go back in the creek and catch little darters with cup and crawdads and little turtles and catch little fish. And I was always just interested in all the little stuff that was in there. And then we, we moved around. Fast forward, I played basketball and started working on trucks. Then I moved back over here to East Tennessee about six years ago. And I was like, you know, I need to really get back into fishing and kind of just, you know, having fun. And there's a bunch of streams all over the place here, everywhere. Yeah. And next thing you know, I'm catching all kinds of little fish out of little ditches and just mm. anything on the side of the road or anywhere. And, um, yeah, so then I'm like... I'm watching all these YouTube videos, and there's a lot of big bass fishing or, you know, this and that. I'm like, nobody's really targeting all the smaller species and just having fun with it. Yeah. And I just enjoy catching anything. So um, I'm like, well, I'll just start making YouTube videos. And, um, you know, first year, I got like two, 300 subscribers. It's like going nowhere. I'm like, if I could just, <laughs> you know, get a, something for free or, you know, make a couple dollars here or there. I just start doing it, doing it. And then all of a sudden, it just, in the spring, um, it was last year, two years ago, it just... Boom, took off. Mm. Went, went from like three, 4,000 subscribers to like 15,000. Wow. Started making money off of it. And started like started making some decent money. Keep making videos. And then then a year ago, uh, well, a year and a month ago, I quit my job. And I'm doing this full time. Just fishing however I want to fish. Catch whatever I want to catch. <laughs> make a video on it. That's and awesome. Put it out there. Yeah, yeah, that is awesome. I'll tell you that um, my aunt follows me on YouTube. That's about it. <laughs> Um, Dylan, tell us about tell us about yourself and where you're from and how you ended up here. I'm originally from Jackson County, small little town of Gainesboro. Uh, went to Tennessee Tech, majored in wildlife and fisheries sciences. Um, got hired on with the agency just a year ago. Been been with the agency now for almost a year and a half. Currently, the Bradley County Wildlife Officer. That's awesome. Yeah, All right, good yeah. addition to our region. I'll yeah. say that. Yeah, I'm glad glad y'all are both here. Glad glad y'all are here to talk talk creek fishing and access and that kind of thing. And uh, you know, I was uh, introduced to your fishing channel, and I've got to watch. And man, you're you're fishing these little ditches, these little creeks, uh, just grabbing a, a, a rod out of the back of your truck and, and let's just try this spot let's see what happens here uh, so uh, talk about how you find your spots and how you how you discover these little holes I, I get the most fun out of just fishing a brand new random place and just 
you know, I got a little, you know, ultralight rod over there, four pound line, you know, a little trout magnet or a little, you know, crappie lure mm -hmm. a lot of times. And, um, you know, I'm just driving over something a lot of times and I'm like, I wonder what's in there. Hmm. Throw in there and, and it's amazing how many fish are in these little holes. Like, you don't, you, you know, you drive by it, you don't think much. You go up to it and you're like, well, there's a lot more life here than, than I realize. 15 fish later and seven different species and you're like well that was a fun little hour you know and uh, I just have a blast doing things like that and I'm, I'm just always on the lookout and um, I've started doing a little bit more waiting for smallmouth of course Tennessee has got some just the, some of the best smallmouth mm -hmm. creeks are just they're, they're a blast but even these little little ditches got you know full of green sunfish or creek chubs you know I, I have I have a blast catching those and you know and there, there's if there's if there's some water there's fish in it, mm -hmm. especially around here. If you can find a little place with water, there's going to be fish in there that you can go in there and catch. Well, I was watching a video. I think you just recently posted. You called it urban ditch fishing. Yeah. Is that it? <laughs> Tell us about that one. Um, yeah, I, I've done a few like that, but um, there's a the Greenway kind of stops here in town, and upstream from it, there's a little place right in front of Starbucks, and um, it's it's just it looks like there's nothing. And um, I'll go that there's coosa bass in there, largemouth bass. Um, red breast, rock bass, you know, green sunfish, and and I've caught like two pound bass out of it. It's like a foot deep, you know. And so I'll, I'll stop there and just, you know, it's a hundred yard stretch, and I might catch twenty fish, and um, you know, and I love showing that kind of stuff because yeah, and I, I get feedback all the time from people who are like, well, that's pretty neat. Let me try that. The creek behind my house, or the creek down the road, and you're like, I went down there and I caught all kinds of fish. I never knew there was anything in there. I'm like, yeah, there's fish in there. You just <laughs> gotta try it out. I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not afraid or embarrassed to go <laughs> fish on the side of the road or fish somewhere where most people are gonna be like, oh, that's a, that's for kids. I'm like, I, I'm having fun. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so do you go for numbers of different kinds of fish, or are you just? Uh, I always say any tug on the line for me is like Christmas morning. Yeah. You know what's in there. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but are you ever looking for specific fish, or are you just seeing what? What is actually in there? Yeah, it depends. A lot of times, I, I've, after I've figured out a place, or if I'm going kayaking or, or wading a bigger stream, I'm maybe targeting bass or spotted bass or you know smallmouth. Where I'm like, okay, I'm actually gearing towards that, and then mm. I'll change what I'm using some. Um, but if it's a small stream, a lot of times it's like it could be you know could be a whole bunch of crappie in there or or anything. Just you know, I, I love going to places. You know, you catch five fish and five different species, you know, or something like that, and you're like, what? So, um, yeah, anything that I can catch. Um, sometimes I'll go with worms, you know, I'm fishing off the bottom. I've been trying to catch catfish here recently, and it hasn't worked out. <laughs> but I was fishing, it was just uh, Saturday, and then we were trying to catch, I'm about to pick up the leave, and I had a little bitty worm out there, and I caught a nine-pound carp. Mm. On, wow. <laughs> I'm like, that, that was just as much fun as anything. But <laughs> <laughs> that put up a fight on that little ultra Yeah, yeah, it took a little while to get that in. <laughs> Cool. That's great. That's great. So um, I want to kind of switch gears just a little bit and talk to Dylan. You know, um, these urban fishing spots, you know, those are those are pretty open and easy to access and things like that. But if there's some creeks and, and things that are harder to get to and you got to cross properties and things like that, talk a little bit about the legalities of crossing properties, crossing people's properties and getting permission and that kind of thing to access these small streams and creeks. Right, and that's a good topic. Um, a lot of streams and creeks are going to run behind people's houses, so... You got their private land that connects to these waterways. So the best thing to do is obtain permission from that landowner to access that creek. Just find out who owns it, go knock on the door of the house, and just introduce yourself, be polite, and ask them for permission to fish that area. Yeah, most of the time, I, mean, I would say they're pretty open to letting you cross over, you know, or yeah, slip through, park are, at the yeah. end of my driveway, that's okay, you know, that mm -hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. 
most people are. They might tell you not to park in their grass or something like that. <laughs> yeah. But mm-hmm. For the most part, they'll they'll let you access. And I'd say it's kind of like hunting. You know, they, if you get permission, you know, shut your gate, shut the gates, uh, and close up those, take the trash with you, that kind of thing. If you take care of the property. You know, just how you'd like to see it. I'm sure they'll let you come back most of the time. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So have you ever run into any issues accessing yeah. some of those places like that? I've been to a lot of places that look really good, and there's no trespassing signs. You're like, oh, well, I know there's good ones, but you have to uh, <laughs> you have to control yourself. But um, I, I go to, I've, asked, I've been to several places where I'm like, can I, you mind if I fish here? Like, oh, yeah, you can fish here, and I know that guy. He don't mind you going down this area. But And then I, there's, you know, there's greenways and state parks and – national forest there's there's so much public water mm-hmm. that you that nobody's fishing really you know you don't, you don't have to just go for trout there's a lot of public water that's got plenty of bass and sunfish in there that um i go all the time and especially greenways when i'm traveling going somewhere i'm always looking for a new greenway i stopped at one in north carolina the other day and uh i was caught there's spotted bass like crazy i was catching them like crazy mm. yeah you know and it's just public water and people are walking by and like oh there's fish in there huh i was like yeah <laughs> didn't even know yeah, yeah. So you speak, uh, talk about North Carolina. You you did a video about a trip North Carolina, and you met up with some other folks. Talk about that. How do yeah. you, how do you meet these new folks in these other areas? Yeah, so I'm up to seventy three thousand on subscribers on YouTube. So awesome. and I've been doing wow. it for can, four years. Can you send us some? You yeah, <laughs> some, need some help. We need some okay. uh, <laughs> some subscribers. Subscribe here. But um, that's allowed me to meet just tons of people, and people reach out. And you know how, like Mimi was saying, or we were talking earlier, I just like catching fish. And then that, that allows me to meet other people that are just, they just like catching fish. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not usually fishing with guys that are just targeting big bass, whatever. So it's a lot of these people just like catching fish. And so I met up with some people uh, in the Crowton National Forest, and I caught some redfin pickerel. Uh, they were like that long. They were awesome. I was like, I was having a blast mm-hmm. catching flyer and um, uh, it was some pumpkin seed. There's several species oh, yeah. that we don't really have a lot of them here. And, um, and it was just a little bitty stream in the National Forest that they knew, you know, knew where to go to. And then, um, so I've been meeting people here and, you know, meeting people here. Like, hey, come fish here, come fish here. So nice. I get into fish a lot of different places and meeting people that enjoy just, just catching fish. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they don't have to be going for a new PB every time or, you know, a lot of people are like that. And that's why I, I try to bring it back. And that's my whole channel is kind of almost like a, a jab at some of these you know, huge YouTubers or huge fishing shows that all they do is catching five and six pound largemouth. I don't have to catch that. I'll just catch anything and you can have fun with it. You don't have to, you know, put that much pressure on yourself. Yeah. I mentioned to John, you know, it's so relatable. You know, I just love it. I love being out there. I want to know what's in there. It's just Mm. very, what you're doing is very relatable. Um, So when we saw um, your YouTube channel, uh, we all gravitated towards you right away because you're doing what we do. Um, yeah. And we appreciate that you're out there. We appreciate We can relate to how much you love it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was a lot of fun watching watching the programs we have. We look forward to the next ones coming out. Yeah, there's there's so many people I hear from all the time. I can't find anywhere to fish. I'm like, all you got to do is look around. You can, you can find somewhere <laughs> to fish. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have to be a, you know, you don't have to have an expensive boat or anything. You can just find a little stream or something like that, and it's going to be full of stuff. And we do have our maps page. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. folks, folks can find access on our maps page. Um, our interactive maps at tmwildlife.org. Yeah, it's a great resource to, you can zoom in and, and see some of those creeks and where they're going. I mean, even a Google map can help you too. I mean, mm-hmm. it, you start looking and zooming in, those creeks are, they're pretty big and some of them can, you know, be pretty uh, productive, you know. Yeah. 
So, um, Dylan, anything that folks should be reminded of? Um, you know, have their license. Of oh yeah, absolutely. Have a <laughs> license. Yeah. Go outdoors. Tennessee.com. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To fish these creeks, you do need a license and streams and rivers. Some streams and rivers, like Teleco, they have special regulations, so you want to keep up to date on that. You can always look in our fishing guide, and those regulations will be listed. But for most creeks, they're going to go by just statewide regulations. Mm -hmm. Yep, and that's that's listed there. And if it's like you said, if it's something specific, you mm -hmm. can dive into those bodies of water, and it'll mm -hmm. it'll tell you. Yep, it'll tell you. So, John, if folks are heading out, and you both can answer this too, chime in, Dylan. If if folks are heading out, uh, they've left their car behind. What do you carry with you? If I'm just going out, I, I carry. Um, Go ahead and grab your bag. Yeah. yeah, show us what you got there. <laughs> All right, this is a this is something I use like every fishing trip now. It's just a you know a sling pack that I can throw over my shoulder, and there's not a there's not a ton of room for a ton of stuff, and mm -hmm. that's what makes it. I like it even more. You're limited in what you can bring. There you go. You're not carrying a whole huge tackle box and stuff, but I course I got a little bag, a little box, and I just throw a bunch of little things in there. But awesome. this little lure here, if you watch my videos, I probably used it. It's a little Helgramite looking lure. Yeah. <laughs> and it's something I you know I'm, I'm always trying to find something new or find something that works really well. Yeah. And this is like the perfect creek lure for bass. They they will just they wear it out and Very cool. I catch everything on it. Of course, I love fishing little lures like the little creek hopper. Oh yeah. And you go to a little spot, you throw it in there, and those and so a lot of times these little creeks, you know, fish are they got to survive, and the strongest ones are the ones that are going to live. So you throw it in a little little hole, you know, stuff in there, they're racing to get to it. <laughs> and it may be, you know, several different species, but it's, they just explode on it. And then that one, it'll float, right? And yeah, then yeah. you can kind of crank it, and it'll dive. And yeah, it's like a, it, cr it yeah, floats, and you can twitch it or, or reel it in. Or, of course, I carry uh, cameras and, you know, and just, you know, pliers and things like that. But that's all you need, really, to, to get out there and just, I'll, I'll take one rod, take this. And sometimes I'll go for five, six hours just walking, mm -hmm. you know. And if I'm going to a smaller creek, a little lure like this, a little panfish assassin on a one thirty-second ounce jig head, I think I'll catch everything. Yeah. You know, it's just a little bug or minnow, a little mm -hmm. thing. Like I said, when it falls in there, you you know, you flick it right into that little spot. It's just they're they're hammering it. And on a little ultralight rod, those fish are especially red breast or something like that. They're so strong. Yeah. And casting is the biggest thing I've found that is I'll go fish with people and they're not used to fishing in creeks. They're not catching anything. I'm catching fish left and right. <laughs> like you, you cannot, you have to kind of, it's almost like, um, it's almost like hunting. You're sneaking up on these little holes. You're trying to, you're approaching them. You're trying to get that right cast to get right through the trees to get in there. <laughs> so it's, it's a, it's a challenge. It's harder than most people think mm -hmm. to really get some of those skittish fish. And a lot of, a lot of these creek uh, clear streams, so you know how those fish can see you. So you're you're, so back you're wearing bright orange and bright yellow. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm standing back 15 feet off the bank, making a cast up in there. And uh, whenever you do something like that, and you're like, it's almost like shooting a deer or something like that. You're like, yes, I targeted that fish. I caught that fish. That's yeah. awesome. You know, you That's let it go fine. back in the water, and you're like, yep, I'll be back again to get it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yep, yep. Do you fish much top water? Not, I've been trying to, not as much, um, just because it's like sometimes they're hitting and sometimes they're right. not. So I'm trying to get more into that. And there's there's no limit of how to fish. There's there's I talk to people all the time like, oh, I fish this way, I fish this way. There's millions of ways to fish to catch a fish, too. That's what makes fishing so fun. Mm -hmm. you, there's not a right and a wrong way right. to do something. But, yeah. 
that's awesome. Any um, anything safety wise you would say to people? Don't wear flip flops. <laughs> yeah, wear some good shoes. If you're gonna be walking. Uh, let somebody know where you're going. If you're gonna be in a general area and you might not have phone service or something mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that, tell somebody where you're going. That way, if you do stay out for a long period of time, you've got a general idea of where you're at. That's great. Yeah, GPS coordinates mm-hmm. if you can or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, general area is great to. You know, if something happens, you never know what can happen. Mm-hmm. Had a lot of calls this year. A lot of things happened with boats and yeah. people went missing. And, and paddle it's crap. tough. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, let everybody know where you're going. Um, this is a great way to introduce kids to the fishing, too, right? Do you have kids? No, uh, I know, okay. but I got a lot of nieces and nephews. There you go. And uh, I work at a church, and uh, I've done I worked on Children's Church for a long time. Mm. And I've got a lot of kids from inner city and stuff like that. And I'll take them out fishing, you know, mm. and watching someone catch a fish. You know, and sometimes they, they don't, you know, they're like, oh, this is boring. And sometimes they, when they catch that fish, they're like, wow, this is, I can do this. Yeah. You know, and um, I, I, it's hard to do it with patience. But, um, but yeah, I've taken, I take a lot, I love taking kids out fishing or, try, you know, I got a few spots where I'm like, all right, well, they can probably catch something here, you know, and get them into doing it. And, and that's, that's always fun to do. And I, I've taken a lot of people that just don't fish in general. And, you know, and you got a really good chance of catching something out of a creek, you know. I'm like, all right, well, you're, you're probably going to catch something here. I'm not, it's not like going out on a boat where you're like, okay, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. So um, a lot of streams and stuff, you just find a good spot and that um, that you can take somebody and you can really introduce a lot of people into fishing and just, you know, and, and plus you don't have to, it's, it doesn't take a long time. Like, oh, let's just swing by here and fish for an hour. You know, and that, that makes it yeah. a lot easier, especially with kids and stuff like that. Yeah, keep a rod in your car. It's, it's easy just to stop and, yeah. and yeah. cast for a few minutes. Yeah, that's awesome. I got to ask, do you have a favorite fish? Hmm. It, the green sunfish is, is like, I don't know, I, I love it because it's just like it identifies as a creek fish. <laughs> it's like, what do you catch in a creek? And they, they push up so far up a stream, you know, and they'll, they'll be way up where nothing else is. Hmm. But uh, if I had a... a choice of just any fish you know smallmouth bass is hard to turn down you, you know you, <laughs> it's a pretty fish you're waiting in knee deep creek and you you know you throw into a little deep hole and you you, you get that fish and he may only be a pound or a pound and a half but he fights like he's a four pound fish <laughs> big old wide tail they're taking all over the place uh, it, that's really fun right there yeah that is fun the we mentioned uh good shoes but what if you don't want to wade or, or, or if you're waiting what what kind of gear do you use for waiting and then what kind of gear do you use sometimes you go kayak you kayak these yeah. streams too right yeah if i'm if it's summertime i'm sometimes i'll wear pants because a lot of times i'll be waiting and then i'll get out and go through bar patch or whatever yeah. <laughs> so but a lot of times i'm wearing shorts and tennis shoes mm-hmm. and you know tennis shoes work fine you can get all over as long as you're not doing you know too much slippery rocks which i've gotten so used to waiting i'm, I'm like when I go somewhere else, I'm flying past. I'm like, what are y'all doing back there? So, <laughs> Tripping so, over their sail. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it's definitely tricky. And, you know, it, it takes some strong ankles and stuff to do a lot of that. But, um, yeah, just use the shorts and T-shirt, whatever, and I'm going. And if I'm kayaking, I have a little bit more gear, you know. Um, of course, I, 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 the first time I went kayaking down the Conasauga, I didn't wear my life jacket. And it's, it's like three-foot water. I'm like, no big deal. I turned over and got hooked. It, my mm. finger got hooked, wow. and I got caught in, like, this briar oh, right man. in this current. And the current was so strong, I couldn't stand up. Wow. So I'm like, I don't care where I'm going. I'm wearing a life jacket. So oh, that, thank you for saying that. that. Like, yeah. That's I, a I good didn't, point. I never thought about it that much before, but you never know what could happen. That, and it's just, it's just, and it's easy to do. So, But I love kayaking down a stream. You know, you're flowing down. You go over little rapids. You see animals. saw some wild hogs last time I was at oh. the Conasauga. <laughs> and, um, you know, you're just catching lots of different fish. But, 
yeah, there's like I said, there's, there's so many different ways to do it and have fun. Yeah. Yeah, we really appreciate you saying the life jacket thing, mm-hmm. you know, and in our careers, unfortunately, we've seen some yeah. mishaps, and, and mm-hmm. we really want to encourage people to always have that life jacket on. So thanks. For sure. And it happens in shallow water. Yeah. More times than what people think. So. Yeah. Can you speak on what's required for for a kayaker? Anytime you're in a kayak paddle craft, and now even with the paddle boards, um, you need to have a life jacket with you. You don't have to wear it while you're out there, but you need to have it with you to where you can put it on. Mm. But uh, that was a really good point about the life jacket yeah. in shallow water because a lot of people don't think about that. Yeah, and you've had personal experience. Yeah, that current's now. stronger than you think. And, mm. um, and I, of course, I know a lot of people kayak the coat and stuff like that. And, you know, even with life jackets, it can still get dangerous situations Definitely. and stuff. But. Um, So I wanted to ask, too, um, you said none of your your parents didn't fish when you were growing up. Do they now? Have they gone with you? (laughs) No, not really. Uh, (laughs) We got to get them out there. (laughs) We got a celebrity in the family now. (laughs) My uh, most of my family lives right here. My dad, he's pastor in a church, little church in Dayton, and uh, he's pastor church all you know, pretty much all my life. And so he's he's really always focused on that. And you know, he's he's he likes outdoor stuff, but just. He'll fish every once in a while, and that's that's kind of the way I was. I would I would fish, but until you know, last few years, I really didn't realize how many more opportunity there is than you think. Mm. I used to always think, ah, oh, well, we got to go to the river and fish off the bank, mm. or I can't go out because I don't have a boat. So um, this has really opened my eyes, and I, I feel like I've helped a lot of other people. Kind of like, hey, you just get out there, especially during this COVID. I, all, man, there were so many people out fishing and uh, going to, like, trying new spots. I would even go to my little secret spots and there would be people there. <laughs> Not secrets anymore. Oh, no. <laughs> but, um, but it's awesome that there's there's so many different waterways um, throughout Tennessee, especially East Tennessee, that, you know, hey, if you've got 30 minutes to go drive somewhere, you can you can go find somewhere to catch something. So do you plan out your trips now, or is it? I mean, you know, because you said you have people are reaching out yeah. to you and you have destinations in mind sometimes. Are you planning those out? Or is it just I wake up and I feel like fishing? <laughs> I'm going to shoot a video yeah. there. <laughs> I, um, I'm, I'm most, most of the time, if I if I've feel like I'm going to be in town for a week, I'll just like, let me see what I want to do today. I'll wake up and you. I, I like fun. to, I'm hopefully I'll be able to keep doing this. I only do the fishing I want to do. Like, this is what I want to do, this is what I want to do. Like, I might have an idea, like, this might get more views. But I'm like, I'm just not into that. I want to... Mm fish something i'm excited about fishing but um i've been reached out to a lot of people all over the country and um and i try to set up trips with them and Mm -hmm. it's uh it's tough like trying to plan everything out and somebody's like i'm over here i'm over here i'm over here and but uh, i'm going up to kentucky to kayak with a guy uh this week later on and um so i kind of we kind of planned that out from a couple weeks ago and then i just got back from a north carolina trip where i got to go fish uh catch a false albacore didn't even know what that was. Well, enlighten me. I'm not sure either. <laughs> it's, yeah. uh, it's, I think it's like, it's like a type of a tuna fish. Okay. It was about that long. I had it on like a pretty heavy setup, and it took like five minutes to reel it in. <laughs> wow. And it, you're just casting off the um, – it's off a little island point that mm-hmm. we went out to, and um, I was catching little pinfish and um, some lizard fish that were <laughs> crazy looking. So wow. I've, I've gotten to do a lot more things um, through being – full-time YouTube and just allowed me to meet a lot of people and the big the biggest thing that I, I, I'm really happy about is like I, whenever I started making these videos I was like I want to make sure people know I'm a Christian and be like a Christian influence yeah you know and a good example you know so like that so I'm able to put like Bible verses on there I'm able to talk about church or talk about what I want to do and I, a lot of other people out there are like I appreciate that I appreciate you keeping it clean and mm-hmm. you know my kids can watch this and yeah. uh, I don't right. have to worry about that where there's so much you know trash out there but you know it the whole fishing turning into full-time job doing this is 
a few years ago, I would never even have thought of that. I never made a YouTube video before. I didn't know anybody <laughs> that made YouTube videos. It's just something I started to do, and and uh, now I'm doing it full time, traveling around, fishing wherever I want to fish. That's awesome. That's awesome. Do you do That's all a good your? Day. Yeah, it's a great day. All your editing and everything. Yeah, right now I yeah I, I do. You know, of course I got. A few different cameras I'm trying to use, and sometimes I'm setting one up, but I edit my video, have to go back. I, I'm five or six videos behind. I, I don't like the editing part. <laughs> it's like work. <laughs> I but, um, so that's why I got I to do that today before I get ready to go on my trip. So I'm going to, like, I get home and I need to really get caught up on a few videos, get them planned out. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's yeah. A lot to it. It, it, it is. Editing's not the easiest thing, but mm -hmm. uh, it's, that's cool. That's cool. Um, uh, Dylan, I wanted to ask you, what's your favorite type of fish? Now, you, you didn't become a wildlife officer by not enjoying the outdoors, I'm sure. So, what what do you like to do? Man, it's going to sound cliche, but I love creek fishing. That's, <laughs> that's one of my favorite ways to fish, which, which don't get me wrong, I love putting out jugs on Center Hill. Oh, we, used yeah. to, we used to spend countless hours and days just putting out jugs on center hill and mm -hmm. i love catching big catfish but as far as the variety of fish and a hard fighting fish i love being yeah. in a creek catching coosa bass red eye rock bass stuff like that those are the fun Very ones fun. yeah yeah um you know we, we were talking earlier uh one of the creek fishing videos we put out on youtube a long time ago uh me and doug and some other guys from the agency doug markham we were fishing and that got the most views that's probably the most viewed yeah. video on our youtube channel and, I, and it's like creek fishing's addicting you know it's what everybody yeah. wants to do it's fun it's fun yeah. well you can start in an inexpensive way yeah. i mean mm -hmm. you can spend yeah. as much money as you want to on fishing but you don't need a lot and that's exactly. um that's what's relatable for me so yeah, I appreciate I, your videos. I see that all the time. People, yeah, you can just go. And that's what I started with. I started, like, half my first 50 videos was, like, a $10 rod, you know, $20 Fluger reel. And you can catch a ton of fish, you know. Yeah. The better stuff helps, but it doesn't take much mm -hmm. to uh, to go catch something. Yeah. yeah. It, Fluger, that's what I use. I got a little Fluger reel. Yeah. I love that. And a little Shimano rod. It's, it's amazing. Just a little setup, and you're perfect. You're ready yeah. to go. Yeah, that's the part of it that, you know, it encourages everybody. I mean, we love it. We all relate, um, because, and we all get along because we love the outdoors yeah. so much. But there's so many people out there that might say, oh, you know, I could never learn that or I could never do that. But we really do think you encourage people yeah. um, in that mm -hmm. way. And we hope we do, too. I mean, it's yeah. just, uh, it's easy. Get out there and try it. Yeah. Um, right. You don't need to know how to put that worm on the hook, but it helps. Yeah. <laughs> uh, real quick, we're going to run out of time, but the, the Helgramite you mentioned, those are fun to catch and use live yeah. ones, yeah. and those are fun. Those, those are uh, great bait. That is. That's what I caught some that of my first smallmouth. That is a small favorite, yeah. <laughs> Everything likes it. Every, every fish in the creek likes a Helgramite, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're they're great. They're the That's one of the top baits, and, and those plastic ones. You know, you can kind of float them on top or you can reel them on. You know, it's, there's a lot of technique and a lot of action you can get out of a, yeah. a single bait, you know. Yeah, you can do a lot with it for sure. And, and I, I use that one. I catch all kinds of fish and I do less. The less you do, the better sometimes. There you and go. You're just finding the lure that you like that you familiar with or get comfortable with. And you can, you, you can you know, catch fish all day. Just getting used to it. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Tell them where they can find you. Oh, yeah. So, uh, Creek Fishing Adventures. Um, YouTube is my biggest platform, and that's where I get my money and get paid from. <laughs> so, go but, watch those. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I'm on you know, Instagram and Facebook, and you can – I'll leave all my information on there. I got – if you want to send me something or message me, information's on my YouTube videos and stuff like that. Did I see some merchandise on there, too? Yeah. Uh, people send me stuff to try and send me different lures, and, uh, if you, you know, I get reached out by, you know, different brands to try something. Yeah. And um, I love – 
trying different things, and that's how I, I somebody sent one of those Helgramites. Never used them for. Now it's my favorite oh, lure. Oh wow, that's so, awesome. That's cool. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. We'll go check him out. Uh, Creek Fishing Adventures at Facebook and Instagram and YouTube, uh, and uh, send him a note. He might take you fishing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or he's gonna show you some good spots. Yeah. For sure. Thanks for what you do, and uh, yeah. Dylan. Thanks for what you do in the county here. Thanks for, for what you Glad do for the agency. It. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome aboard. So, thank you. Thank you for <laughs> coming on the show and. Uh, we appreciate everybody tuning in and watching and listening today and uh, keep coming back as is Tennessee Wildcast and we'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in. Stay connected with TWRA by visiting our website at tnwildlife.org and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Hey, it's all about Tennessee wildlife. It's what we do. Tennessee Wildcast will be on the air again next week. We'll see you then.